and welcome to Date Night with Movies. I'm Jess, and this week we have a platonic date night, and we're going to be reviewing A Star is Born with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And this week I have my girlfriend of the most, Slam Smack Donald. <laughs> Girlfriend of the most. Girlfriend of the most. I made that up. What is that even? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, this is stunt woman, actress, and director, Samantha J. McDonald. Hello. Hello. Happy to be here. <laughs> so good to have you. Thank you for having me. Um, Jordan doesn't do music movies, so... Which is ridiculous. That doesn't, make, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I think it's some version of like PTSD. <clears throat> I mean, I get it. I guess I get it. Because he's probably just hates every musical movie <laughs> ever. He liked La La Land. Why? And See, I despise that surprises it. Surprises me. Yeah. If you so do yourself a favor and go to the Predator episode, and I have like this <laughs> rant that he had to cut down. It was like five minutes long, and he called me and was like, "Hey, I'm editing the episode, but uh, warning, I had to trim your La La rant. La- no, it was a it was First Man because Damien Chazelle um, directed La La Land. Oh. He also directed A Star Is Born. Or not- Get your shit together. Um, no swearing. <laughs> no, I'm failing already. Um, anywho, Damien Chazelle, who edited or directed La La Land, also directed uh, First Man, and First Man was great. I thought it was great. Okay, I didn't see it. It was very good. It was about space. I believe you. Ooh, a space movie. Yeah. It's about, well, it's about Neil Armstrong. It's very good. I highly uh, recommend it. But okay. this week we went and saw. A Star is a Born. A Star is Born. Which is a remake. Yeah, it was. I haven't seen the original. I haven't either. So the good news is we can't. We have nothing to compare it to other than what I feel like is every music movie ever. Unless you're like a huge fan of the original, then I guess that's not good news. Fair. But I, we haven't <laughs> seen it. So um, first things first. First things um, first. First things first. Uh, tell us a little, about, little bit about yourself. Because the podcast land doesn't know you very well, so. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Sam. We've gotten through that part. Yeah. Uh, I am a stunt woman, uh, amongst many other things, and I like movies. Uh, I I have a degree in musical theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, where where's why musical movies really mean something to me? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. I really, um, I feel like we'll need a segment about the choreo and how you felt about it and how it made you feel. Well, I mean, I had flashbacks a little bit. (laughs) Just the room, the room they were in. It did make me think of college a little bit. It kind of brought me back to those like weird, cool dance rooms in Chicago. Oh. Uh, that's yeah, true. You know, you know the I ones. I do. Oh, that's me. oh, that I was do. Me in a well, it's so nice to meet you because um, <laughs> I'm obviously meeting you for the first time. Clearly. Um, also, something cool about this episode for a little housekeeping is right now, as we're recording this, we are live on Facebook. Oh, Hi, Facebook land. Um, so there's going to be. <laughs> I'm obviously trapped in a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're going. So anybody who has input about this movie or questions for us as we go along, we'll address that through part of the episode, and then we're going to kick them off because after the break we get into more spoiler land. So okay, first things first, we need to rate this movie. Okay, how do you and what <clears throat> monetary value um, are we going to rate this movie? Monetary? Well, like, like, like we were talking monies? about 
No, not literally monies. So oh. some sort of value. So oh. we had talked about microphones, or is it oxycodone bottles, <laughs> or guitar straps? How do we rate this movie? Oh, that's tricky. I mean, I feel like the guitar string or strap. You said strap <gasps> or guitar strings. That's that's kind of cute. Oh, that could be a cute way to do it. Okay, so in guitar strings, guitar strings. Okay, so. Like, so out of five guitar strings, okay, gut reaction, it doesn't, it doesn't, and it's, we're not comparing it to any other movies. Um, it's just how you would rate it. How would you, how do you feel like this movie should be rated? I would rate it. Um, five is the best. Five is the best. Okay. I, I think I would go with a four. Really? Yeah. I, I liked it more than I, th not, no, I'm not surprised that I liked it. I knew I would like it, but there was more about it that I didn't like that surprised me. Oh, Okay. So why would you give it a four, though? Because um, some of the acting, some of the weird uh, cinematographical, <laughs> yes. it's a real word, yeah. uh, choices that were made. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's just some things lacking in it as a movie and the ending. <laughs> and, the, and the ending. And the ending. Uh, uh, the, yeah, the ending. Uh, cliffhanger. Um, I'm <laughs> going to give it, I'm going to give it, my gut says three guitar strings. That's fair. I'm gonna, and I'm going to give it a strong three. Um, but it was... <laughs> like, a uh, three, like a three plus. Three plus instead of a three minus. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to give it a three plus because um, I kind of felt exhausted by it. That's fair. And it was so unbelievably predictable. And um, I felt like it was... I liked that it was all about the relationship. I thought that was lovely. Yeah. But there was nothing to me that drove the movie. Like, I just felt yeah. like just it was... sort of floating along in it, this relationship. It just floated. And um, I, usually I'm, a, I'm such a crier. Um, I'm a crier in a movie. I, I, I can't... <laughs> right now I'm watching The Great British Baking Show. Um, <laughs> uh. and, and This Is Us. I'm a mess. Um, I don't know how you get through the day. I don't. That's why I watch these these TV shows. Um, but I can't get through like 15 minutes without bawling my eyes out. Like they bake something and if they fail, I cry. And if they no. succeed, oh. oh no. Oh, and when they succeed, I can't keep it together. So um, I should have as knowing You didn't me. cry? No. Oh, see, I did. Oh, did you? I teared. <gasps> I teared for life. You but hit it for me. Well, yeah, I'm a strong. <laughs> I'm a strong person, and uh, I keep my guard up. No, I don't. Yes, I do. Yes, no, I don't. No, I mean, life. it depends on the day. <laughs> no, I did. I totally. I had some teary moments. Okay. But I, that's how I am, though, with any musical type of anything. Like, I can go to any show that, like. I'll go to a theater show or a musical thing and I sit there and if it opens with music and it doesn't matter what it is, it could be SpongeBob SquarePants and I will be in the audience like, oh God, I'm so excited. Oh, SpongeBob's a great this. musical. Was it? Oh. Did you see it? No, I didn't see all okay. of it, but the, but the Tony performance. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, it was great. Um, so I just really dug a lot of the music and that's why I was really disappointed at that last song. Oh, over the because credits? Because it was, no, not over the credits. The, like, last, after the, the thing, and then the, like, oh, the wrap-up. Oh, she's up. in the blue dress. Yeah. It was so bad. That song hmm. was so bad, and she, like, it, Lady Gaga is 
phenomenal oh oh phenomenal performer phenomenal phenomenal got it performer and you know she's done what she's did this far in her life because of that but she does not have a strong head voice or higher register and that last song was mostly that and it was so bad and the song felt like a Whitney Houston would have killed that song in the 90s but that's not what it was and it was bad and then they went back to Bradley Cooper singing it with her and it was or for her and it was just it's bad so that that really that's what sunk sunk it it. for me um I agree I agree with that oh and we are being graced with the dog of the podcast pitter paws the dog of the podcast everybody which is actually very apropos is Charlie Charlie there's a, there's a Charlie in the movie. Oh my god, that and he's, dog was everything. He's such a fluffer noodle. He was so fluffy. He was a baby. He was a fluffy baby. <laughs> and then he was a big fluffy <laughs> do- adult dog. And they when they picked him up and they're just like fluffy, fluffy dog. I was like, I I love that they put this dog. It saved oh. a lot of it for me too. Oh, the dog! <laughs> the dog was the dog was everything. Um, I, I've got to fully admit as well. Um, the dog also when she was carrying the the carrier to yeah. the house, I could feel both of us being like, "What's it gonna be? <laughs> what kind of creature?" It was so fluffy. It was so cute. Oh my God, and at so the cute. pivotal part of the movie, which I won't spoil at this moment. Unless but the somebody wants us to spoil it. Anybody I know somebody. No, we're not going to do it. Um, <laughs> but in the pivotal part of the movie, when it was laying outside. Oh my gosh. I also don't know how the dog got out. I know, that's weird. How did it get out? But it had to be out because that was set up previously with foreshadowing mentions of right, the but dog it, would hang out outside. But I feel like it totally failed because he purposely closed the door and then he, they purposely showed a shot of the dog like sitting behind the yeah the inside door the glass door it was obviously well, inside and that dog is clearly superior. really smart superior and it's pretty big so it probably can like stand up on its hind legs <laughs> push it and it can open the door it probably is one of those like handles that it can just push yes yeah and then it just puts its body we, weight on it yes easy uh-huh. <laughs> we because we have a slidey glass door with a dog door insert. There was no dog door insert. That's well, how our Charlie gets outside. Here's the other thing. There could have been a dog door. They just never showed us. But that's the problem. Is it though? I mean, don't you have an imagination? <laughs> Maybe it went out the window. Maybe it's open. Maybe the mailman was like, What's up? And opened the door for the dog because the mailman um, has a key. Because they're uh, really friendly. Obviously. <laughs> So obviously this is the most important part of the movie to us. So how did the dog get outside? How did the dog get outside? I mean, it was it wasn't the most important to the people behind us. They were really concerned about how much they knew about hearing loss. Correct, cuz uh, we there's a severe case of tinnitus throughout this and this guy at one point um, there's a severe ringing and it, this guy goes, "That's the hearing loss." More than once. I think it happened like 3 times. <laughs> he must have been telling his it was pretty great. Girlfriend or someone. Old lady wife. It was pr- old lady girlfriend. <laughs> and then there was somebody in the movie theater who had like a fit. Yeah. But some sort of like physical fit. I got really worried about them and I hope they're okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so th- to that person who's obviously listening. Also the person behind us at the end was really stressed out. Oh, so stressed. Yeah. I could just hear her just making like 
just a lot of breathing noises and like <laughs> and like sighing and I was like oh no she's really stressed really stressed <laughs> I mean um, I get that it's a stressful thing to go to movies I mean that's why we go yeah it's a release it's, it's just it's a release to be stressed about somebody yeah. else so um I want to talk about what may be the best part of the movie which is the dog oh we're no okay <laughs> second best part oh. Was after the big, like, first big scene that's like, this is a music movie. And he goes to Blue Blue. The oh, bar. yeah. That was so I good. Did, I, loved, I loved the beginning. And you were saying, like, it was kind of not moving along. But in the beginning, I was thinking, wow, they're just hitting the point. They're just, like, hitting points and moving it really quickly through yes. the beginning. But in that kind of way that I went in my head, oh, well, it's a movie. Obviously, we're going to bypass a lot of Right, things. we had to gloss over. But then she, um, spoiler alert, she goes into, she gets nominated for a Grammy as yeah. Best New Artist. And that's yeah. usually within the first year of someone. Yeah. So it, it felt like more time had passed. Yes, probably because of how quickly they move things in the beginning. And then all right. of a sudden it was like, now we're just in it. We're in this relationship yeah. with them. So I completely agree with that, that the yeah. beginning really did feel like, oh, we're covering some ground. And I kind of felt like we were maybe going to get into like a walk hard kind of thing mm -hmm. that all of a sudden he's like really old. Like I thought we were going to push forward in yeah. time a little bit more. Um, yeah, to see a little bit. It's interesting their journeys or that, yeah, that time frame for him to dissolve. He didn't really dissolve because he didn't stop doing, like he didn't stop performing during all of that. No. But there was a, a you know... A definite dissolving of his life as hers was totally going up but I feel like that's in any sort of entertainment right. relationship anyway it ebbs and flows that's probably the whole point of the movie I guess so like watch this happen but the drag show yeah <laughs> it was so it was good so, it was so good it was so perfect and I kind of loved how it just kind of like the beginning was like stumble here Plot point, plot point, plot point. Here we are in this bar, and it happens to be a drag show. And uh, so on Facebook right now, I'm actually hey everybody going to invite um, Kelly King. And the reason I'm trying to find Kelly real fast. Um, so Hi, the dog of oh, the podcast. Your ears are so small. <laughs> They're normal size. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it because it put this cowboy in this really phenomenal and it, to me that's a, a place I've been a lot of times I feel like the the living in boys town in Chicago yeah. I know that bar right I know that bar and it feels and it's such a good place uh, and so I really I loved how welcomed like yeah. um I Jackson felt. Yeah, I love that he just like once he realized he wasn't hallucinating, was just like okay and just hung out and uh, and then I loved that they uh, like let her sing in her sh in their show. Yeah, which was so cute and like it was just cute that she like still went for it and like well she performed. nodded she nodded at the drag culture yes. in her performance um, which was cute. Well, I loved it too. So the reason that I brought up Kelly King and I just um, the reason I brought up Kelly King. So she is a performing artist. Oh, we have another dog of the podcast. We've got Madison. Oh, they're trading. So 
Kelly King, actually, when she moved to New York, made, um, I know Kelly, we were ch uh, friends, I've known her since I was um, young, and she actually, Charles, come here, Charlie. I know, hi, I know. Wow, we've got very interested no, dogs in the podcast. Oh, come on, dogs. Oh, we just had, get it together. So, Kelly um, actually used to do, they used to do, performances in New York and you'd win money. And so she made a promise to herself that she was only gonna make money by using her voice when she moved to New York. And she, like, would they would let her, they didn't make her lip sing, they let her actually sing. So I wonder, I, I was like, oh, do they know Kelly's story? Cause she's, she like tours and stuff like that now. Um, and she's, I, she's just a normal person though? Yeah. Just <laughs> a normal person. I mean, normal no, I, person. No, I didn't know. If you, I didn't know if you were saying she was. That was a like a like a drag persona, Kelly. No, no, she's, she's a, a woman. she's a woman. Cool. So it made me think of this. It was really that's interesting cool. to me. Like I was like, oh my god, that's how Kelly did it. That's insane. That's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, I will say it was bizarre that they sang La Vian Rose. I don't know. Was that a foreshadowing for the end? Because that's a sad movie or a sad song. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't uh, understand that that French stuff in there as well. Maybe there's probably something deeper there that I just didn't pay attention to. Yeah, because I mean, like Edith Piaf is a, is a tragic character, and Lady Gaga's character isn't tragic. I don't feel just a little bit tragic. Yeah, the, just the fact that she she's so quickly turned into another person for yeah which was that was kind of a sad little theme going on that she yeah, constantly that changed SNL for everything was bad it was stupid and like and it was sad when he was all you know I've been telling you you're beautiful the way you are and you're really talented and why isn't that enough which is that's sad I agree um Le'Veon Rose so I, I googled it Google. um it translates to life in pink it's however best translated to life through pink glasses so it's the idea to oh you're already famous do you not like that song i don't think so he's very upset by this movie why are you mad um oh the idea is to depict a state where everything appears rosy and cheerful to you um so that's interesting maybe that makes sense maybe, maybe i'm just not french Clem, oh. where you at? Um, hey, Clem, we need a little bit more info. <laughs> Can I give us some? Uh, I'm gonna. I'll invite her. Turn, uh, yeah. Clem. Yeah. Clemence. Clemence. We're gonna invite her to the Facebook and see if she joins and be like, "What the crap do you guys She's want?" She's like, "What is this? What, what do you guys happening? want?" So as soon as we see her, we're gonna be like, "Love you on Rose." Like we're gonna need a. Um, but a overall, so. We, especially when Jordan's on the podcast, we definitely talk about score. So yeah. Let's talk about the music because there was almost a complete lack of score, which I contribute to the like almost like the staleness of the story. Right. And you'd said that and you'd kind of mentioned that during it, <clears throat> but for me it didn't bother me. I actually thought it made sense because the movie was so much about the music mm -hmm. that having a score that is not actually a part of the life going on mm -hmm. would have probably distracted me from it more. Oh, I can see that. Like I felt like the silence um, balanced well, and was and they used the silence well. 
I can see that. One of my, so we just watched um, on Hulu a documentary called Score. It's about scores. It's oh. About <laughs> not cool. soccer. Or, it's not about soccer? Or, or having your best friend come over and have a sleepover. Score! <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I actually thought like, oh, <clears throat> maybe because it's a noisy movie, maybe mm-hmm. we need a little bit of silence. Um, but at, because we didn't have a score, I actually at points didn't know how I was supposed to feel. Right, but you're also, your ear being with Jordan for as long as you have been and having that being a part of your life, you guys, that's part of what you're listening for specifically. Like when we watch fights and we're like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. But other people don't see that. So for me, not that's not the way I look at music in movies and that's not the way I feel. Like I was, the songs themselves, was I was just in it for the songs and whatever the songs were, telling me to feel or whatever I was feeling from those songs affected whatever was happening in the movie for me. Mm, that's fair. I guess. But yeah. then I thought they, they, they did, like, they balanced it out with the other sound stuff, like with the tinnitus and the that kind of, like, it still flowed in. Yeah. So it wasn't completely silent. It just no. didn't have a musical score, like, plugging along. True. Yeah, I just thought that it needed a little bit of drive. Um, yeah, let us know what you thought about the music of this because I felt like I, I liked it and like when their relationship was rocky and she got lost in the music, the her songs started to suck more. Yeah, her songs were crap. Yeah, which did it ever feel like to you like maybe this was kind of Lady Gaga story? That was exactly what I was going to say. Like it was so weird because it's like it was Lady Gaga's story but I feel like Lady Gaga's story backwards. Like, yeah, it felt like I yeah, mean, like I can Poker see Face the, was one of the first songs. Which right. Is like, and I can see the parallels because she was a songwriter for a while and had a lot of her songs are out in the world um, mm-hmm. and famous before she started recording. But, and yeah, she's done a little bit of a 180 recently with her sound and she relied really heavily on image for a long time. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it does seem very much like that, but it it was weird to watch her succeed at first or be noticed for the natural, uh, the natural beauty that she was and the natural uh, talent that she had with that song when he brought her up on stage and they sang the song for the first time. And that was this thing that got her noticed. But then she did a 180 and flipped and I guess she listened to the... Um, the manager. The guy, the manager guy, and like changed, like listened to him for validation, I guess. Listened to his advice about right. the business. Well, that's a theme throughout the movie. She always right. sought validation. Um, and... I will say the song when he brought her on stage, oh, that was such a good moment. There is it. It was a good moment. It was such a good moment. Like even because it was some movie magic, right? Because they didn't actually sit down and compose yeah. this song together, and she just like magically knew yeah. the song. But the I like I told the cynic in me to like shut up and yeah. buckle down because it was such oh, a good. I justified moment. it away because when she sang it to him in the parking lot the night before. Right. So he's already heard it and he's a musician and things stick a little easier for him. Right. But then I was like, but then the next time we saw them it was in the like daylight. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe they sang it all night. Exactly. I was like, oh. I justified it away that way. I was like, maybe they sang it a few more times and or he got her to sing it a couple times. Right. And then he went away. But what oh, I did, what, yeah. the hard thing though was the timeline because he was like, I have to leave right now for my show. But somehow in the I have to leave right now for my show and her getting there, even though it was a plane right away. So it must have been 
yeah. you know, a few hours, but he somehow <laughs> wrote this music out for his band I mean, to play. And he's a perform. professional. That's true. And I guess they're all professional musicians. They could hear it and just make some stuff yeah. up. But, I know for Jordan, like, there's been times and they're just less like... I mean, I've heard Jordan do it. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, shut up. Um, so for those of you... So, friendly reminder, we are on Facebook Live as we're recording the first half of this podcast. So, hello, I'm Facebook land. i snow globe. Hello, Sam's over oh, over there. I'm over oh, here. Oh, this is very confusing. Like, what is that? Um, is and we're talking camera? to Star is Born, and we're mm. kind of talking about the, kind of the first part of the movie um and the relationship starter with um bradley cooper and lady gaga playing jack and Allie. so hated cute. her name Allie. <laughs> i was like Allie. what a gross name sorry people named Allie. i don't i don't mean it i just didn't <laughs> i'm sorry like i'm sorry it. i'm sorry um so uh, i need to i need to talk about what really bothered me in this movie <laughs> oh we're jumping ahead because it was just it happened the whole time oh okay. like Let's also book, let's go to that. But bookmark. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the parking lot scene because it also really bothered me. Okay. Okay. You first. Well, I mean, the, it's part of the. It just happened the whole time. Okay. Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes her face, and like she's so talented, but sometimes her face had no emotion, and then all of a sudden it would be too much. Of a reaction to whatever was going on, and I was like, "What just happened?" So you've you've seen Waiting for Guffman, right? <laughs> yes, but I don't remember. Okay, so Waiting for Guffman, there's a part where she's like, "I'm trying this new acting technique that when somebody's talking to me, I look at them, and when I'm talking to them, I look away, and then when they're talking to me, I look at them, and when I'm, and it just the whole we learned that when we were when I was doing um, uh, Bristol Renaissance Fair. Shout out <laughs> to you folks, you folks, uh, you folks, Ron Scott Fry. Uh, that's how we were trained to do the outdoor theaters when someone else is talking you look at them but when you talk you have to face the audience and talk out otherwise they'll never hear you <laughs> oh I didn't mean to make fun of it I just did <laughs> no because it, it actually makes total sense when you do a lot of outdoor theater oh totally because you need to project and whatnot. Yeah, but for, hear you. for Guffman oh, maybe it was backwards for Guffman but anywho <laughs> it's so funny so um, but I agree Lady Gaga was all or nothing. It's just like, I just sometimes it was like, I don't know. It, and it was hard because she was on screen and sharing the screen with Bradley Cooper, who was just doing an amazing, an amazing job with this character. I thought he did amazing. His voice really bothered this, me at the beginning, but once I settled in. Yeah. Once you accept this is the character, like I loved yeah. it. I think this is one of the best characters he's ever played. I can see that. It, it. I feel like a lot of things, a lot of roles he's been doing has built up to this character. Yeah. Like, he's super flawed in Silver Linings Playbook. Was um, that the one with... With J Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, this I is the one. one. Hated you hated movie. Silver Linings? I did. Or was I it American hated... Hustle? Because that was Both a garbage. Both of them. I don't like him with her. That's the problem. Oh, but I fair. liked him with Lady Gaga. Like, I thought they had really good chemistry. They had good chemistry, but I felt like... And maybe this is why I missed the score. I never was 100% certain mm. of... They're really. You said it about 15 times in the movie, that they're <laughs> so weird. There was a lot of weirdness. It was, it was so weird. It was endearing, though. Like, some of it was cute, and you're like, oh, fun, quirky, weird relationship. But then sometimes, I didn't know what was going on in the way of, like... I was like, oh, God, is she using him? Is he using her? Is this weird? Oh, no, they do love each other. Wait, do they? Wait, is oh. he going to hit her? I can't tell. No, he doesn't... No, he's not going to do that. What's happening? And oh, I get so bizarre. I get really confused a lot 
and I think for me, it wasn't necessarily the lack of maybe, maybe the score would have helped something like that, but it was just her reactions to everything, to the way things were. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. I never, I just never knew a hundred percent how I was supposed to feel. And he was always for most of the movie under the influence of something. So we couldn't <coughs> right. trust him. And it was so bizarre. And so one, we've, uh, Jordan and I have talked about these trailers a lot. So we see a lot of movies. Yeah. So you see trailers. And he texts me. This is when we were... Um, hi, Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, we were t- he texts me. He had gone and seen some movie. And he was like, what the hell is wrong with Star Born? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I just saw a trailer that talked about her nose. <laughs> and that was one of the trailers. Right. And then they have this whole thing. Later, whenever they were like, that was cute. But when he was in the bar shaping her nose i was like stop oh i know like that part was her. freaking me out because he was touching her and then when he pulled her eyebrow off like the fake eyebrow like that's where it got so weird where i was like what is this girl is she just getting caught up in the like you is know it in the famousness famous? of him but then she right. says she doesn't do that but like I, I guess i didn't believe from her enough at that point that she did actually have an attraction to him as a person. But it was just so bizarre because then she ends up... Are you guys going to fight? Yeah, we're having it. Battle! Dog battle! <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Round one! Oh, Charlie's going to win. Guys. Bears. Angry bears. Angry bears. Angry bears. Thank you. Mom, now, come on. Now I know. But it's a perfect time. Hello. Oh. oh, sorry. We're having, um, <laughs> we have a lot of dog opinions about this movie. We usually don't. because ha- I'm here. <laughs> and they love me. They do love you. Uh, they just got a lot of dog happening. It's because we talked about, we're falling, this movie, the best part the was dog. Charlie the dog. It's kind of like in um, Christopher Robin. The story was about Eeyore. The, wait, the new one? Oh, yeah. It's about it. Eeyore. I'm way behind. <sighs> it's okay. <laughs> we see a lot of movies here at Date Night at the Movies, the DNATM. Um, Donatum. Um, but, oh, just the beginning of the movie just felt like a lot of unwanted touching. Yeah, she was responding to it in a way that felt like it... Too much. ...wasn't okay. And then, all of a sudden, she goes through that first amazing moment where they're... When she has, goes on stage with yeah. him. And then they go to the hotel room together, and he, like, falls out drunk. And, yeah. and then they sleep together that same night. And I was like... Blech. Yeah, it surprised me too. And it felt like, like you know, all the like unsure, unsure, unsure. And then she ends up on stage with him. And like, sure, she's elated by all of this. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it just, I don't know. I kind of almost, I expected her character to go that like shady route of like, well, he's giving me stuff. I'm going to use him. But then I was like, oh, now she's like totally in love with him. I don't know. Yeah. It, it Is just, she in love with him because he gave her that opportunity? Well, and saw her. Like, he really saw her and thought she was beautiful. But he saw her, but she never accepted that. Right, because that was a battle throughout the... We saw her see him. We saw him see her. And that would have made sense that she's, you know, she she finally found this person who saw her. But she so quickly then... Well, maybe... I guess it wasn't... Like, they were on the road for a little bit before she was offered the thing. So maybe it just ran its course and then suddenly she's... Off in this other maybe place it, it was just of self consciousness and whatever. 
Yeah, and it, I mean, it did, they did depict the, their time on the road together was magical, yeah. which was really fun, and yeah. she got the opportunity to, he, he totally, and 100%, what I did get is he totally was on board with her, and really, like, the whole encore that one time was all about, oh my God, Sam is like Lord of the Dogs. <laughs> um, That's right, fight for me. <laughs> fight for my love. Yeah, not right now. Why not? We have two dogs of the podcast. Um, but yeah, so I will say to go, I do have to go back to my favorite part of this whole shebang was the first time she got on stage and just like her sweet reaction to be like, oh my God, this oh. is really happening and to the me. Nerves, like the nerves and just her being nervous about it, but you could see her gathering that courage to do it and just doing it was super cool. And her buddy being there with her. Oh, I love that character. I don't know the character's name. Oh, I don't either. They but, did. Yeah, the friend being there and then like just encouraging her without actually pushing her, which I did appreciate as yeah. well. Well, she Even though and, I totally would have just shoved her. And oh, like, but she totally would also was really powerful. She made the choice to go on stage. Yeah. Which was I don't know, it was a really powerful moment. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. It really was. And that song's awesome. And then I heard it on the radio on the way there and on the way here. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Which I thought it's fine because that's a good song. And there's a lot of good songs from that movie that I'm not mad at hearing. Um, except that last one. If I well, hear that one, I'm going to cut somebody. The the last um, song where she's in the blue dress. You guys. Uh, pause for dog. Dog. Dogs. Dogs. The dog of the podcast, Charlie's not listening. Sit down. The bad boy. They need you gotta get them slippers for when they come down here. I know. Or more rugs, I guess. Kitten mittens. Do you watch <laughs> too much? It's always sunny. No. Nope. I think you told me about this. Oh, kitten mittens. Um so um uh the last song actually reminded me it's sorry guys, the dogs They're of the so podcast cute. are having such a good time. <laughs> Um, they sound like Christmas. <laughs> to go back to um, La La Land, the last song in this movie felt like the audition song in La La Land, okay. which kind of felt like this like force. I think I didn't emotion. like La La Land mostly because their performances, like the uh, I can't even remember who's in that movie now. <laughs> um, we've got Emma. Emma. Oh, I just thought they were crap as singers. I didn't like listening to them or watching them perform. But I really enjoyed Bradley Cooper and and Lady Gaga, except for when Lady Gaga had to go into those high registers. It was weird, and I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't. Agreed. Um, so I want to read real quick. Jordan, who didn't see this movie because he doesn't like movies like this, and uh, Facebook Land. This is gonna be last call before we take a break, and I cut you off, so you have to listen to this. Um, those green things. Those are people who are hanging out with us right now. Oh, hey, buddy. Hi, everybody. So good to see you all. Um, so um, I, I said, uh, Jordan, um, I'd send him a message. Sam is moving what is around. Wrong with your, is it your computer? I think so. It's not a very good microphone. Or camera. camera. This is a very good microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jordan said... Um, I said, I think I don't think you would have liked this movie. And he goes, why? And we talked about it for a second. And he goes, based on my understanding, uh, 
Based on my understanding of the previous 600 versions, I imagine it's a movie about a beautiful, unique flower of a singer who requires a man to let her be beautiful, unique flower of a seeker. Yeah. But then I'll save the last part of it for the second half because, and I was like, oh, oh good. nailed it. I like, uh, during the movie, just like within the first five minutes and you turn to me and you go, Jordan, would I hated this just because of that guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start of every like Chris Stapleton song. Uh, so anyway, um, I think this is a perfect moment to take a break. Okay. So we're going to take a break and I'll be right back talking A Star is Born with Smith McDonald. Hey y'all, it's Jess. So by now you know that I travel a lot, I work out a lot, I stunt a lot, but I have something that keeps me in shape, keeps me loosened up, and keeps me hydrated. You have to check out Mobility Water Bottles. Mobility Water Bottles, what's that? That's right, Mobot. You need to check out Mobot Nation, M-O-B-O-T Nation.com and check out the water bottle that is also a foam roller. I take it on the airplane with me and I use it as a neck roll and I kind of like give myself a roll out in the airport or while I'm flying across the country. So check out Mobot Nation. I'm a proud role model and I'm proud to speak about this product. So check out MobotNation.com or on Instagram at MobotNation. And we're back and we're talking a Stars Born here at Date Night at the Movies or How I Spent My Babysitter Money. I'm Jess and I'm here today with Slam. <laughs> Slam. 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 Um, I do want to take a moment because Sam and I have been friends for a few years mm-hmm. um, and um, we actually should have known each other for like a decade. Yeah. That's we both true. are Chicago peoples and we actually both started our educated Chicago Chicago educated (laughs) and Chicago our whole both of our stunt careers started in Chicago yeah um huge shout out to Tom Lowell and Chris Nolte what's up guys hey guys I know you listen (laughs) clearly Uh, clearly um we miss you I know I know it's really cold right now, so maybe call us in next year. Um, call us in this break. Call just us when kidding, I'll totally come up and work for you. I'm sorry, <laughs> just just kidding. Um, I'll come right now. Um, so we're talking A Star is Born. So we kind of talked about how we kind of like it and don't like it, and um, but kind of it's like we're like lukewarm soup right now. Yeah, like I really did like it. I was really enjoying it. And there were the th- things that were weird to me, like some of the the shots were weird, like when they'd they were super close on her for some of her performances, and I didn't want to be that close. So do you know how they shot this? No, that was a weird question. I really phrase weird it weird. Question. Do you know how they shot this? No. Okay. So, <laughs> so they actually, uh, so they went to like Coachella and a few other oh. big festivals, and they had like real audience. twenty minutes to film what they were going to film. Okay. So, so they, they would, just like jump up and do a number. Correct. Is that? And they, I think they got like is two that why goes. they couldn't do the crowd then? 
They did the crowd a couple oh, yeah, times, they did. but you couldn't see any direct phases, and so they probably did the generic if you're it here. It just was weird, because like, there was a better shot of her, and I forgot which, which performance it was, but they had her, and they were all like up close on her face, and she was playing the piano, but you couldn't see her hands, and I was like, what are they doing? Like, she can play the piano, so I don't know why, and then they flipped it, and we could see her face, and it was close and all of that, but it was like, it was just super weird to have that big camera there. Yeah, time. I also thought it was weird. So a couple times I thought they flipped the 180 and they didn't. And then I thought, why? Like, they, I felt like they were really inhibited on how they shot this. I feel like a lot of the musical numbers they were doing, like those big epic musical moments they were doing, like there wasn't a lot of cuts. So it was like one takey kind of feel. Yeah. Like we're just doing this right now and you're in it. You're it's getting, live. You're absorbing all of this. But, you, but like you said, though, you never saw them play. And we know for a fact that Lady Gaga can play. Yeah. But then we never saw Bradley Cooper really. We saw him a little bit, but it, yeah. There was like very few shots seeing him, because I thought that too, and then and then they showed him. I wonder, and I was like. Did he actually play? I think so, because there was mm-hmm. one shot where he was playing, because I was thinking that as well. And then they showed him playing, and I was like, okay, there he's playing. Good. There's just some weird, like, weird choices that I can't remember all of them. One that was really weird, when he was in rehab. Uh, spoiler. Oh, we're in spoiler territory. So Spoilers. when he gets into rehab after he pees himself, which, man, that, that was scene, a moment. That was a moment, but it was also kind of like, that scene kind of pissed me off the way it was like executed, because I was like, I get it. Like, this is, it just, it just felt unrealistic to me, because it was like, there's no way... He even could have sat on those stairs for that long without somebody coming up. Like, this is a live TV show. Like, yeah. there's people everywhere. They, they don't have seats empty at those shows. You know, like, we know how those shows work. So, oh, for me, yeah. knowing that, I was like, there's no way that Also, her ever manager, happened. a good manager, would have flown up there and removed him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody would have. Like, all four of those people standing on stage wouldn't have let that happen. No, 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 no. Yeah, that I didn't. Oh, especially because if that. he had fallen and hurt himself, it would have oh, been. Oh yeah, yeah. Like as soon as he started climbing up the stairs, somebody would have been there. Somebody would have been like, nope, 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 nope. Right. And they would have been like, well, it depends on how they want the show to feel. But I don't think they would have wanted to ca- capture that. I don't think so. Also, just me <clears> as a as a person, and it felt like a lady. Uh, it felt like Allie continuing her speech mm-hmm. felt out of character. Yeah. It actually it felt like. I kept being like, just stop what you're doing and go help him. Because he obviously right. got on stage. I would have been like, okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, thank you. Right. I, I would have, have cut got, it short. I would have been like, thanks, everybody. Take him and go. And gotten out. Yeah. And gotten out of Dodge. Yeah, that was a weird so it was, way it to just, react to that. It was, well, it just didn't feel in character. It felt like she had to stay there. and To make that moment happen. Yeah. But then I love that he peed himself. I thought it was funny. I it actually, was weird, too, because we didn't get a lot of aftermath. The only aftermath we got from that was him going to rehab, which, yeah. yeah. It's fair, which I... And then when he got out of rehab, the manager being like, you screwed everything up. And that was it. And it right. was like... Which all of that felt, for something that the movie kind of felt like, we're just going along, we're going along. And then all of a sudden he's in rehab, he's doing X, Y, and Z, and he kills himself. Yeah. I think it, I think the problem with that is that it was they stayed too centralized on them individually, and they needed to back away for us to mm. see the world a little more. Yeah, like seeing how the world was affecting her. Because even when they 
that happened, all we saw was the stage. We weren't even seeing the reactions from the crowd. And then we see, you know, the next thing we know, they're at home right. with the dad, sure. And then he's in rehab, and then she's at the house. Like, it was just very isolated. Right. Well, and we didn't, we were never told how what they were doing affected others. Right. Because I wasn't 100% sure all the time how what he was doing affected her until they were, like, that bathtub scene where we had, like, the completely unnecessary full frontal noodle, noodle yeah with her. that was unnecessary i don't think she needed there was a to lot that. of vagine happening in this movie by the way because like behind her and like one of her first performances that neon light looked like a badge oh yeah totally i was like <laughs> oh wow <laughs> and then and then we see like her her v and she it was just like up and she's naked yeah and they didn't need that was unnecessary no and she it was, wasn't even like long enough to be like ooh, everybody's gonna go see this movie because lady gaga's naked it was a lot of boob She's got nice boobs, I think. I mean, I don't know, it's hard to say. It's, she's beautiful. It's, <laughs> um, there you go. Go see a star is born. because she's naked. Go see for that reason. Yeah, I just thought it was a little. It was weird. It moved so fast, and and um. By the way, Bradley Cooper endured over a year of intense music lessons to play guitar in I, a star is yeah, born. Yeah, I believe that it was him. But playing. it just sucks because we didn't see a whole lot of it. That's we true. Did, we did. We saw. They could have shown him actually playing more. Yeah, because we saw riffs, right. but I can learn a riff, right? And I'm terrible. Well, and that's probably all he did is he just learned the music. Well, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I literally just read the the header on Pop Sugar, so yeah. I obviously don't know a whole lot of what he did. Um, I, I also got really confused. So he's drunk and that's always bothered it seemed to always bother Allie throughout the movie right. and then she like goes to her dad and she, she's like you know he's drunk and like, like how I grew up yeah and she, that was never clear and it was weird because we didn't see even though she was going out and she went to get a drink with him we never actually saw her drink anything until she took that shot to go on stage um, and perform yeah, that oh, one song no we didn't and that was weird to me because I was like, oh, is this a thing where she just doesn't drink? I actually... But then I, she was drinking and I was like, oh, is, oh, is this going to be her downfall now? Like I thought she, the same thing. She starts to go down that route as well, but she didn't. That didn't happen, which is fine. Right. I, I just thought it was, it was such a broken story. And uh, also, so let, I want to jump ahead because this is a big jump to his death. Mm-hmm. And the choice to do that, like, obviously was directly connected to the manager being like, right, you, it's your fault. You screwed up. You need to, if you fall off the wagon again, you need to not be around or she needs, right. Well, she, she, you need to divorce her right now. Yeah. You need to not be around in her life and screw it up again. Right. And he obviously is a very, um, sensitive soul. And so it really affected him. I, I didn't buy that, but like that jump from the manager to him doing it I was like what yeah and he, you were like foreshadowing they foreshadowed it huge which is funny because like yes I was there and heard them tell the story or he told the story about how he tried to when he was younger but I didn't I didn't go there no, I, didn't, I immediately did I didn't think he was gonna do that I didn't a lot of it was predictable but it wasn't predictable predictable in a bad way for me it was in a in a good way that was like oh. here it comes okay 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 and so I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad that he... Yeah. I just didn't like the that it happened to be the manager that was the pivotal right. turning or point. It would have been different if he recognized that he she 
like we saw him understand that she was lying to him about the Europe tour. Like the fact that she lied to protect him. I think he got that, but again, I didn't think but that was a strong enough reason for and him. If we had a score, we might have understood. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and that's that's just me being there, a little. Nitpicky. I just felt like so, there was a few things missing in those that those last bits. Like we we skipped along so much in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it kind of like hung out, and then all of a sudden it was like bop, 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 he's dead, and you're like what? And then <laughs> that's where I thought the movie was going to end, but then it kept going. And I think it went a little too long past yeah. that. Oh, her destroying all of his like, pictures, I didn't buy. And see, I could have I bought that if they wrapped it up in a way that was like, she's upset, she's distraught, she has a conversation with his brother, a song plays in the background, the end. But no, it was, she's distraught, there's a conversation, she's hanging out with her friend, something else is happening, she's still upset about it. And then all of a sudden we're at this giant thing where she sings the worst song ever in the whole movie. But also it was so bizarre to me. The So again, to go back to Walk, Walk Hard, the story of Dewey Cox, um, <laughs> like his um, his like big ending where he dies on stage, which is really funny. Um, uh, it, it Like Dewey Cox is kind of Did like you know Johnny. that I got to go to that concert? <gasps> Me and my no. sister, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. No. We went, because um, they were doing for promotions and for behind totally. the scenes, they did. And they went around and did like a tour. That's amazing. And so there was, they did, they played a show in Chicago. <laughs> and we went and they gave us free t-shirts. That's amazing. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was pretty amazing. Uh, John C. Riley is an alum of DePaul. Oh, is he? So he's, I, I've seen so him So you guys before. know each other We're best well. friends. Did you but, not know? Yeah. No, I mean, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Duh. Duh. Um, Alumni means best friends. That's best friends. <laughs> um, but I just, I didn't realize how, like, the way that that went, and she went and sang to this, like, an incredible auditorium of people. Yeah. Um, it was so bizarre to me because I was like, oh, he was that famous? Yeah, he was. I got, I got that he was that famous. You did? Yeah, just by the the beginning when they the way they introduced mm. him. I mean, he's playing a big show, and then he goes to this bar, and the kid recognized him, and then she recognized him. But it didn't. But again, we everybody didn't have, was recognizing him. But, but we yeah, didn't get the full scope. Right. So, we never saw the world outside, other than those few interactions. For her to go, oh, how do you deal with being so famous and people doing that all the time? But so I had I had a famous uncle, and. He was very recognizable in certain areas. Yeah. And when he died, we didn't go to the Opry right. to recognize him. There right. there were memorials and whatnot, but and my uncle wrote big songs, was an American right. bandstand. And um and like toured the world yeah. in Blackhawk. But he wasn't Justin Timberlake. And right. the way that they made that feel was like Right. They made it feel like he was a big like country star and that yeah, and that, that Yeah, he was like Brad Paisley. Right. And, and you're I, just like I get that I got that though because they, they also when he was supposed to go and play for that that confused me too. Because they set it up like he was supposed to go play for this like mem- I don't know, they said memorial or something. Was it, was it the Roy Orbison like, one? Yeah, it was supposed to be like all these like The tribute. Yeah, the tribute of these like old times, whatever. And then that ended up being at the Grammys and that was confusing. Mm-hmm. Right, and that, and it was clear when he was like, "Well, I gotta," and his, and her dad was just like, "Oh, I'll, I get to see you play and 
watch yeah. her. And then was I was fun. like, oh wait, because I thought it was supposed to be something else. I also like and why and talking about other people's reactions. Wouldn't it have been great to see the dad's reaction to all of like everything yeah. that was happening in I the mean, audience? We got it. We, yeah, the only time we got any was when he threw him in the shower. Yeah, when the dad finally was but, like, "You gotta stop." But I think you made a really good point. This movie lacked scope. Right. It was just. It, it was, was so focused on them. Which is which isn't a bad thing, but but it can, the entire thing can't be that. Like, and that's why the beginning for me wasn't because the beginning wasn't just them. It was them coming together, but like them in this drag bar, and then yeah. them at this cop bar, and them at these in these environments. Yeah, and then they were just on stage, and that was it. They were on stage or together, and for most of the movie, right. And then she was off becoming a star and dancing. Right, learning to dance. And then we didn't see anybody else from there on out. We didn't see the reaction of the world. Right. That's actually a really good point, because the movie, the, the beginning of the movie was so strong. Yeah. But I do, so now I'm going to circle back to the parking lot. Parking lot. That was a weird scene. So after, yeah. so then the cop bar, and she bonks the dude, which bonks I him. think we did that punch throughout the movie. She just, like, completely like, just... like a bop, like a jab, just, like a jab bop. And it, like, you know, destroys her hand. Yeah, um, and like I believed the punch. Like the punch, oh, red for me it was fine. It looked great. But the problem was the aftermath was like he was so concerned, and, and, she, and she he was like, like "You play, you know." And her hand was all like, <laughs> like red, like she hit a wall, like it was all bruised makeup, like she like it would have hurt through a wall. But like just hitting somebody in the face, the way she did it with the amount of energy that we saw her hit that guy would not have like broken her hand broken her hand it would have hurt and bruised it up so like maybe oh, a I little agree. redness maybe, it hurt. maybe a little swollen it would have hurt <laughs> it totally would have hurt yeah but then he like so i've hurt a lot of things in my life and i have never taped a bag of peas to my hand yeah i've, I've held it yeah, Although her singing with like the bag of peas on her hand it was funny. Was funny. I mean, it was cute. Like I get that he was like, you know, and he's all wasty face anyway, and he was Wait, concerned oh. about her, so he's concerned, and he all yeah. he knows is put a bag of peas on it. So they travel through the <laughs> grocery store searching they, for a bag of peas. But it was peas. also, I wish they would have just passed like the milk because they oh, passed like two doors of ice. Like, and it would have like, been great to just watch him walk past one of those ice cabinet things I know <laughs> and everybody would have been like why didn't you just get some ice just get some ice and some zip because I baggies. stole the bag of peas that's how we I mean with it. peas are good but they get mushy when they get but cold. the point of peas is because it's in your freezer and they, like that's Absolutely. that's part of the reason everybody says bag of peas or whatever is because it just is there right but some of us are professional people at getting hurt and I've just got have ice gel packs yeah got, like actual ice packs so yeah I just thought I just I but they're like the culmination of the relationship in the parking lot and he's like don't tell anybody but uh i think you're a songwriter and you're just like really yeah it was and that again for me that was weird because we were still in that like is this creepy we're not sure what's going on here right and we, we didn't really sure see her, her drink is. so was exactly. she tipsy too and she was acting that way because at one point she looks at her tape and she's like what yeah what is this and that and, was funny yeah, but was she's she? Like, what the heck? But I, but because I didn't quite buy that she was tipsy, I was like, wait, right? How, how do you not know why you have peas on your hand? Like I get that they, like he was drinking. We saw him drinking all night, but oh, we yeah. never actually saw her drink. She, we just saw her with him at these places, and they weren't at the cop bar for that. Like 
she sang. She was performing at the at the the gay bar, and right. then and then he waited, and then they left, went to the cop bar. They weren't there very long. No, I mean cause... for maybe for a drink, but we didn't see her with one, unless we just didn't see it. Yeah, I don't recall. I don't remember her physically drinking it. And then she punched the cop, and now we're in the in. parking lot. So how did she get? Right. Yeah. Because she like, w- not that much time would have passed for her to be that unless she drank a bunch that we just didn't see at the cop bar. Just like the dog door. So dog door. <laughs> the mystery. The mystery. So I. It, yeah. Um, but the whole parking lot scene, and then also, again, the whole nose scene, which I do know is an actual story about Lady Gaga. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's actual, and that's where it's interesting with the parallel of her her own life and her own insecurities of her face and that people said she would never make it because she oh, yeah. doesn't look right well, or whatever. Sound, like, um, cause I, I watched her, oh gosh, the documentary. There's a documentary about her. Yeah. Oh, she's, is there? She's got a pretty good documentary. Oh, it was one of the concerts that was on like HBO or something that I saw. Okay. Um, also fun fact, my father is a huge Lady Gaga fan. <laughs> Loves some Lady Gaga. That's funny. And so I've watched that concert with my father. Because oh. he, he's like, look at her. She's a powerhouse. And she's like talking about believing yourself. It's so funny. <laughs> like this totally. So a little monster. Oh. Is that what she calls Oh my God. I hope so. I love Lady Gaga. I oh. think she's great. I think. I, I love Lady Gaga. She flaws moves and all. so weirdly, but like it works because the choreography works towards well, her weirdness. I mean, she's one of the few people that I felt actually like she took the halftime show of the yeah. Super Bowl and like, <laughs> oh, Sam just took herself out with the surround sound. <laughs> I need a bag of peas. <laughs> I need a bag of peas. I bumped the surround sound. Um, I need a bag of peas. But and I, and we've said this a million times. Lady Gaga as a performer. Incredible, but yeah. this, I just wasn't. Was she like drunk it's in love just, with this yeah. guy? What this just I, the choices she made and like how old was she? Because she seemed really young, but then all of a sudden she's, but she's super, not. But, yeah, but she. I mean, uh, I, I was thinking about that part of it she's too. Really our age. Like, yeah, and I was like, I believe that she is our age, but like, and she still lived with her dad. Which I guess I mean we don't know much about that backstory to why she was still living there. Right. And that maybe there's reasons. Yeah. And, and that's something, just to go back to something you said that I think nailed it on the head, is we lost scope in this movie. Yeah. We lost how it was affecting the environment. And like in the beginning, we got with the dad and the friends yeah. and, and like the driver, even oh. like Bradley's driver. We lost yeah. him too. And he was he a was great, great character. He was great. And then he was gone. And then out of nowhere. <gasps> oh, everyone, like the best part out of the of movie. Out of nowhere. Dave Chappelle shows up. That was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I remember we were like he showed up and we were like, "Is that Dave Chappelle? What has he been here this whole time? <laughs> Did we just not notice him? What is going on?" No, no, he was newly introduced halfway through the movie, right? When drunk Bradley Cooper was just like was on his sleeping lawn. in his lawn. And I did Which love that. They scene. didn't quite explain that. Like I got their old friends; they've known each other a long time. Well, he, he was his character nickname was Noodle. Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> But then that scene, though, so Dave Chappelle is an amazing actor. He's an amazing actor. And I love actor. that you didn't get any of the, like, weird comedy out of him because that's not what this was. He was he was and so he grounded. Was so good. And it was so cool. Yes. And I look forward to seeing him in more things. And I hope he does more stuff. And him and Bradley Cooper together yeah. were great. They were great. 
They were I really dug that, and I really. <laughs> But his speech, so there's the speeches in this movie. I just remembered the daughter in the background. Going, candy, candy, candy. She's just like, well, this kid lost her mind. And they clearly tried to save the shot by going over whoever's shoulder it was to kind of block her out. It was, it was she Dave was Chappelle's Stealing the show. It was, the background. it was a lot. I actually don't even know what happened in that moment because we both were like, she get, they got engaged. That's when they got engaged. No, yeah, but I was like, this candy lady's losing candy. her mind. I was, part of me was like, is there something going on with this character is this a, diff- a bigger story I actually was like oh my god is she special needs and That's we just what don't I know thought. and then I was like well maybe not well we're not talking about it it's no, fine completely normal nope and, but the moment of them getting engaged was sweet it was sweet but again it became one of those like I didn't buy that she was really in it I just felt like she was going along with it and, and I was, was like, like okay and it just was it was kind of weird and it was like I do believe that she was really into him and really loved him but but then there'd be moments like that, those big pivotal moments where, like, he really cutely made her a guitar string. Which, impressive not. Very impressive for how little time he took to do that. Agreed. And uh, and it was really cute. But then, like, I don't know, even the way he did it was just kind of, he just put it on her finger and I was like, well, it was cute, but... But she didn't go... Oh my god! Yes, it was. Oh, what? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. And you're uh, like, okay. And then Dave Chappelle's like, "Let's do it now." And she's like, well, "All right, whatever." Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and then she didn't bring her dad up. That was really weird to me because obviously she's really close with her dad. Right, and obviously he's rich, so they could have flown him up, and he could have been there. Right. Or down, I, or wherever they came from. Like um, that didn't. That for me was really weird. Oh, and I was over. like, I was like. Memphis. Yeah, and I was like, that was really weird. I felt like it would have been really easy. The fact that in the beginning of the movie, she hopped on a plane to go see his show the same day. Like, why would they not be like, we're getting married. Okay, get on a plane. You'll be there. By the time we go buy dresses, buy a dress and a tux that fit us, because they didn't have that with them. No, I mean, and she has like this like vintage, vintage lace dress. Lace dress. You would have to go shop for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I agree. And um, I loved, loved. Dave Chappelle's character, but yeah. there's two speeches in this movie from very, very good actors that yeah. were garbage. It was Dave Chappelle's speech yeah. when he was like, you know, like you're going out, you're out to sea and you come into port and you're like, well, I'm going to stay here a little while. I'm going to hang out. And I then kinda, I didn't hate it. it- <laughs> that was a what look. You, uh, what that you was didn't see was me... There, sorry, daggers came out. I'm so sorry. That came out of my eyeballs. Deadpan dagger. <laughs> no, I. the only reason I liked it, I didn't, I mean, the whole thing was, yeah, sure, it was corny. But it was, it was, so it was corny. It, like, for him, I don't know, it, it was, again, it was one of those almost like there was missing some more context because I appreciate the message he was getting at that, like, I'm happy here now and I'm on yeah. the float and this is my life and I look at it and I don't need to go float around in the boat or whatever the heck he was talking about right. because I'm happy here now, so I'm not looking. Right. Which made sense, and it was the message that Bradley was, Cooper needed to hear. It was sweet, but then the next step was like, well, I'm going to marry her. It just felt like he got... They kept getting. They kept he not hearing really the right... influential, obviously. He, people right. would give him ideas, and he'd just be like, boom, go for it. Like, yeah. the guy was like, just be dead, and he was like, I'll kill myself in my oh garage. My God. Yeah, he took everything too literal. 
<laughs> he just really did. So Dave Chappelle's character is George Noodles Stone. George Noodles Stone. Um, the other speech I want to talk about is Sam Elliott, who is his brother. Uh, oh, yeah. His character's name is Bobby. Um, his speech, whenever Lady Gaga, when Allie decides to destroy all the pictures, right. and he sits down, he's like, well, he was talking about, I don't know why this is the voice of the podcast, but... Uh, I'm just talking like this. I loved his voice, though. Oh, it, Sam Elliott is Sam so Elliott's good. voice, and and even once you understood what Bradley Cooper was doing, uh, for me, those those the sound of their voice was like so. They just brought something musically to the uh, the, sh- the agreed. show. Agreed. Agreed. And cool. that's how Sam Elliott always sounds. Yeah. And so I feel like Bradley Cooper was like we're related, and yeah, I I totally bought that. But his like speech about well jack always said that there were 12 notes in an octave and he really blah 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 and he really liked i liked that but i what i didn't like about it is i wanted that kind of uh um metaphor whatever like i wanted that to happen earlier oh and that to have been a callback conversation but we never heard bradley cooper talk like that no so i was like wait i mean he always said that is really sweet yeah he alluded to that Right, but that that specific terminology of, you know, there's 12 notes and then notes are repeating and every song is just repeating and, what did he say? And but it's, it's basically how each person uses yeah, those. Yeah, how your artist te- tells the story or whatever. Right. And he really likes her, the way she tells it. I liked that. I thought it was sweet and it was, the poetry of it was really beautiful to me. It just felt overly saturated In that maple moment, syrup. it felt, because the movie needed to be over at that point. That's fair. So I think it like the idea of it, the poetry of it was really beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, the timing was weird. And if we had heard Bradley Cooper say something like that earlier or I mean, he kept saying at, like story, story. I like the way right. you tell your but story. I mean, specifically but... that imagery of or the, not the imagery, but like that that specific example of of him saying something about her using those notes or some something to the way that right. it he made it sound like this is something that Bradley Cooper always talked about. Like he really believed hard in this I agree. idea. I agree. But we just never heard him say it. So then it was weird for it to come out of like left field. And it was like, what? what? No, I totally agree. And there was plenty of opportunity. They wrote a lot of songs together and they were together a lot. Yeah. So even if he hadn't given the speech, something about <clears throat> even just being like, there's 12 notes in an octave. Right. And every story is the same. But I really want to hear... Because there were so many corny moments where, so he many. Would, where he would say things like when he said the line of her song to her when she was going on stage. Yeah. And then and then it was her inner song and then we understood what it meant. Um, what was yeah. that song? The Remember Me, Remember Us How We Are Now or something. Yeah. And he said that and then she said it. We're like, oh, it's in the song. Okay. Those moments were happening throughout the the movie, so it was weird that he never said something like that. Right, I um, I agree. I also so I'm just looking at the IMDb of this movie right now. What was the guy in the uh, the rehab center? Or he when he was sitting there on the bench talking oh. to the guy when he finally told the story about that's Ron Rifkin. So he was telling the story about about how when he was what twelve or thirteen and he tried to kill himself yeah. and he failed. He had the belt and he attached it to the fan and the fan fell out. So. I couldn't get past in that moment another, uh, I don't know how to say this word, Cinem- cinematographic. Cinematography? 
Cinemagraphic. Cinemagraphic moment. Cinegraphic, but yeah. Cinegraphic? Uh, I believe so. Cinnamon graphic. Cinnamon graphic. Great. Okay. Uh, so they showed the back of that guy's head. Yeah. So Bradley Cooper could say, ask something about hearing because his hearing was coming back to him now a little bit. And you bit. could barely hear, see the hearing aid. Right. You could barely see the hearing aid, but you could see it. And then he was like, well, I have a hearing aid. And he goes, I know. That's why I asked. And then they showed it again. And then they kept using the shot, and the whole scene was still over the guy's shoulder, just catching the back of his ear. And I was like, okay, we don't need to keep looking at the back of his ear. It just got really boring to me. And that, like, well, you already set up the thing you needed to talk about. We've talked about it. Yeah. Why are you still showing us the back of his head? You can get better shots of Bradley Cooper in this line. Yeah, it just felt, it didn't feel creative in the cinematography. Yeah, it was weird. And, and again, that's also, I think, what attributed to it being, like, stale. Because he I, told the whole story. He told that whole story while we were also looking at the back of that guy's right, ear. Right, and it would have been more beautiful in a two-shot. Right. And if we we had already, because now I'm looking at his ear because we've talked about it. So I'm like, can't, I was, like, half right. listening to I him. I also am so tired of the trope of going to rehab. Yeah. I just felt like as soon as that cut happened, I was like, don't. <laughs> don't do it. It made sense though. Again, that was for me a predictable, predictable in in a way that it was coming, and I was okay with it because I was like, "All right, this is the story we're telling. This is right. the story of oh, these two fall to... in love and blah blah blah." And yeah, now it was just it was yeah. Um, and I think this is a good moment to to finish Jordan's quote. Oh yeah. So based on my understanding of the previous 600 versions, I imagine it's a movie about a beautiful, unique flower of a singer who requires a man to let her be beautiful, unique flower of a singer, and then he kills himself. And rehab just felt like he goes to rehab, it doesn't work, so then he kills himself. That's, it just felt like... It was so quick. It was again that just like, all of a sudden it was like, boom, boom, boom. Like what? Like he came out of rehab... And we literally, it felt like he was out for a day. Yeah. I think he was because his brother drops him off, which I, again, I really wish the brother had stayed longer. I loved that moment though. When he, (gasps) when he was like, agreed the, uh, my hero wasn't my my dad. Yeah. I always, I looked up to you, not him. And it was so sweet. And it was a good, you know, it was a good rehab moment where people are, Doing the thing they need to do or they need to apologize for the stuff they've done and and bring up old awkward conversations. And that was really sweet for him to bring that back up. And then we see him like leaving because he's just such a dude, man. And he's like tears in oh, his no, eyes. He, he's backing up and he's like. <laughs> oh, no, his eyes. Were so man, teary. Sam Elliott is such a good actor. He's a good actor. They had a, I liked their relationship. I did not realize. It, I don't know if I just missed it or if they just didn't actually... They didn't say he was okay. a brother until he like comes until in. Until he said, "You sold the farm," and right, yeah, which that also that that whole moment was confusing because they get on the motorcycle and then they go to, to the land and then it's not there. And I, you know, I inherently got that. Oh, maybe this is where the farm's supposed to be. But then I wasn't sure. <laughs> I was like, "Is he, one? Is he lost? Two? Is he yeah. specifically looking for the grave? Like he knows I know, the steps." He's like, the ranch is got like wind farm, so I got. I was like, okay, wind farm. Uh oh, ranch must be gone. Then he kneels down and brushes at the dirt. I was like, like what markers are around right now for that to have been anything? It was. It was just confusing. And just arbitrarily bend over and and shuffle put, the dirt. Yeah, and then hold. The Where thing. is the grave? 
Right. <laughs> Although I did love the line of, well, he just washed away. Like, yeah. And it was, and the it, to me, so usually I find that movies that I'm like, I don't know, it's usually a problem with the writing. And I don't think this is a badly written movie. No. That whole fight then when he came back and we now know he's the brother and you expected it to go a certain way and it didn't. Like, yeah. I loved that, that Sam Elliott was like, no, and like, brothered him, you know? He's like, yeah. no, no. And dude. then he completely fought back yeah. against that. Yeah. I agree. I thought that was a great moment. Um, and so how do, what do you feel about Bradley Cooper directing this? I actually didn't realize that until all of a sudden his name was plastered all over the end of it. Right. Um, I thought he did, well... I thought he did a good job, mm-hmm. but then those f- few moments that stood out to me, those were, those could have been on him, you know? Yeah. I but think, I think his character, cause the, the issue with somebody directing themselves a lot of time is that their, their own performance will suffer, which yes. is not the case for, um, Jason Bateman. Whenever he directs anything he's in, it's phenomenal. Um, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. I think Ben Stiller. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a huge fan. Jordan is as well of uh, Walter Mitty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And just the the story of uh, that's one of my yeah. go-to feel good movies. I, I can only imagine. I've not worked on a show where somebody was directing that they were also in, but I would imagine it processes a lot longer because you have to stop and look and. I'm sure. Watch um, what you just did, but. It, you know what it felt like to me actually was that Bradley Cooper trusted his team because yeah. there was only like especially when they were in the the concert scenes right that was all or nothing you know and I don't know how many cameras they had or whatnot right um, but it also makes me realize I I feel like he understands relationship really well because mm-hmm. again I, I agree with you that they had a good they had good chemistry right but I'm also really curious. On his understanding, and I would love to see another project of his yeah. shot in a different way. Yeah. Of because I don't feel the the visual story was clear. Yes, then that I think that's why why I hesitate on, like, on him finding out he's a director because yeah, like his performance was great and their performance together and their story was pretty like. It felt. Like it, it made sense. Like if he was directing those moments or whatever, and having yeah, they those were conversations, e- they were equally weird together. Right, and then it was the things that suffered were the overall, the the mm-hmm. look, the. Uh, but you know, it's funny too, though. In the beginning, I was thinking a lot of it. I was like, wow, this is just like movie poster after movie poster. Like, there's a lot of stills, like her, like her profile, and there's a lot of moments that could be screenshot to just be like a beautiful, yeah, a beautiful image, but then. I don't know. It's kind of like almost like an a uh, not fully realized uh, vision of, yeah. of that of what that needed to be or wanted to be. Because no, totally like with that. because we lost some of that in the end. Like when she's then in her turmoil after he killed himself. Like there could have been like she's just like in the hall crashing stuff and like we kind of lost the neat visual stuff. Yeah, and it just felt so small. Like, and again, thinking back to like the, the concerts and stuff, like they just felt small because we just were so, we were on only them. on stage. And maybe that was a purposeful thing. Maybe it was to just sh- make us feel like we were just in their world and just with them. And I can see that being a way to, you know, justify it away. Yeah. But it it's, 
it was too claustrophobic. Like the whole thing was just too claustrophobic. Yeah. And I don't mind intimacy in movies. Like I right. felt first man, which I highly recommend you see, um, was a very intimate movie, Yeah, but it didn't lose the scope of the NASA program. Right. Yeah. You're, this is a movie about Neil Armstrong in the middle of going to the freaking moon. And it never lost the, the, sc- the scope of the massiveness of it because it, but it was very clearly about Neil Armstrong. Yeah. And I think that this movie wanted to be super intimate, maybe, maybe not in that way because it's a right. totally different feel of a movie. Um, but I, I, I felt like an outsider. I didn't feel yeah. like I, I, and we've talked, we've, I think we've beat the dead horse, but I really didn't know how to feel about Right. Parts of it. And it's interesting, too, because if you try to, like, step back and think of it in a in a heady way, we're like, oh, maybe they were, they were like, oh, and then they, they try to have it all dissolve around them, and they're trying to show that. Like, I, yeah. I don't think it was doing that either. Yeah, I can and that. I could have I believed that kind of pretentious thought process if, if they did it better, but they didn't. So it's like I can't even believe that. It just felt yeah. like some choices were made weirdly. Yeah, I could see some that. Some things felt rushed, like the ending then felt kind of rushed. And like even her on yeah. stage, that's another, like, sure, there's this, you know, she's from behind, she's all alone, there's this huge crowd, but it's still, it just, it still felt really static. Like that, that memorial song with or without that song being terrible, mm-hmm. that whole thing could have been done in a way that was more beautiful than yeah. it was. What kind of, so you made me think of something and that I thought kind of, especially throughout this building up to Lady Gaga and really needing to like push it emotionally. So when she comes off stage and she's like, where's Jack? Where's Jack? Okay. Somebody go to the house and go check on him now. Right. When he's supposed to come out. Right. So somebody go to the house right now. Right. And Lady Gaga is an A1 steak sauce performer. She's, she's amazing. (laughs) But I wanted her to lose her shit. Yeah. Um, and she always was composed. And so I never, when I, coming she from a musical theater background. Guard, yeah, guarded. Um, there was a guarded performance there. It felt like she was. And I want to hear the bad notes. Yeah. I, I desperately want to hear the bad notes uh, like one of my audition songs is as long as he needs me from oliver mm-hmm. and my goal by the end of that song is i want it to be ugly yeah and i while she's freaking out about her husband and she's singing the song that he brought her forward he believed yeah. in her and we and it was so perfectly done and it didn't seem like any of the world around her was shattering yeah and then she sings I, I witnessed Jordan sing at his own father's funeral and it wasn't perfect. Yeah. And if it had been perfect, it wouldn't have been, it was right. one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah. And it shouldn't. And I just, there was rawness that was missing yeah. that I think really would have sent, really sent this home. Right. And I think that's what, what with Lady Gaga, I think, you know, the truth of her own self-consciousness that she's very, public about is that she's still a performer when she's acting when she's acting she's acting like she's you know she's acting. she's acting she's she's 
she's still like she's aware. got her Sasha Fierce on. She's aware of the camera. She, I mean, you know, you're aware of the camera, but she's aware of the camera with an awareness that is yeah, that is a facade. Yeah. She's not broken down enough to the realness of this character. Like you're saying, like we not we didn't see her break, and which is why like her we watch her go from oh I'm happy I'm confused I'm sad in a way that's just too calculated yeah so we're not actually seeing her reacting to what's going on we're seeing her decide to react a certain way and then she reacts a certain way right instead of just reacting right just letting it overwhelm you and letting it overtake you and I think maybe that's because she I know she hasn't done a lot of acting yet like she did the American Horror Story season which I didn't see any of honestly no but I I know she's done a few projects now but I think she's still so new to that and performing as a part yes she's been performing as Lady Gaga for years but Lady Gaga is huge a persona that's above and beyond and sometimes in these performances in this movie you saw Lady Gaga come out yeah and you're like that's Lady Gaga that's not Allie but the Allie's kind of Lady Gaga but oh totally but then we're missing that like she's just She's performing too hard. And I I am curious, though, and I think if she keeps doing roles like this in Give It Five Years, she probably will be an oh, amazing actress. I believe so. I mean, Brad Pitt in his first role is garbage. Right. And Brad Pitt's an amazing actor now. So, <laughs> what was his first role? Oh, gosh. It was like Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Piece of garbage. So, um, so I am excited. I love uh, that he's still relevant. I do, too. That's great. It's so good. He's, <laughs> did you see there's the SNL? So for those of you listening in the future, go to the 2018 SNL. Um, <laughs> and the opening is like Fox News and they're, it's talking about the caravan. And there's like, uh-huh. a, there's like this episode. There's like, was this recently? Yeah, it was last week. Oh, and they were like, they showed a clip from World War Z and they're like, was that Brad Pitt? <laughs> they're like, yes, we have word that Brad Pitt is marrying the caravan and it's called <laughs> Bradavan. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> it's very funny. Was that your Rachel Maddow impression? Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't Rachel Maddow. It was somebody else. Oh, well, it was um, pretty close but, to Rachel Maddow. <laughs> yeah. I'm channeling Brittany. Um, I know. That's, so the surround sound isn't moving. I'm just going to turn the other way. It's comfy that um, way. So. Wow. Uh, um, yeah. So we're, to quote Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, we're at the end of our yoga class. And is there any last things, last like last bits that you want to talk about or a pose you want to do that we haven't done yet? Pose? Like it's the end of yoga class. It's a metaphor. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I stole that directly from Getting Curious from Jonathan Van Ness. It's a great <laughs> podcast. But at the end, like he was talking to somebody who's building the um, basically a like a specific kind of telescope that's going in to the orbit here soon and he was like so it's the end of yoga class it's so good so anyway what two questions is there anything we haven't talked about that you want to talk about and would you recommend someone see this movie um yes i would recommend someone see this movie i still i still stick with my with my four strings which is by the way we brought the reference back up the strings with the the Right, the ring. we rated this in strings. Strings, because of the ring and guitars and stuff. Um, <laughs> stuff. Stuff and stuff. Stuff and stuff. Is there anything we haven't talked about? That you want to talk about? Uh, I just want to circle back to the dog. And uh, <laughs> it was so cute. Like, what kind of dog is that? Uh, it looked like a, like a labradoodle, but a fluffy it labradoodle. It was so fluffy. It like, had dreads. It was so cute. 
It was really cute. The and baby they, version and was they very cute. And I don't think the dog was in it enough. Oh, uh, for sure. But I did. It did make sense when they, when he was. It doesn't make sense that he got outside, but oh, him but laying he outside. Sat outside. Yeah, that was a good callback to them saying well, he was waiting for you. And it made it even more heartbreaking. Yeah, it was very sad. And all I could think about was her finding him. And like, actually, the other thing I was thinking about. Let's talk about this. So he tells the story about how when he was young, he tried to kill himself yeah. with the belt, and it doesn't work because he ties it up to um, the a fan. ceiling fan. And then we get to this flash forward present day and he's gonna kill himself in the garage. And he moves his truck out and he takes some pills, opens the door and we look in and there's a ceiling fan. And A, I was like, I've never seen a garage in a normal house, normal garage with a ceiling fan. No. So I was like, well, that's a surprise, but obviously I know it's about to happen. Right. He's got his belt in his hand, okay. And he takes his hat off, so he's gonna do some stuff. But like, how do you tie a belt to your neck and also the ceiling fan? It's a belt. You've literally, I have been wondering this. The like, entire does, car he, does he put it through the belt loop? Yeah, sure. Then it can cir- circle around and then your he neck. has to hold it? Or, or around <laughs> the fan. Like, how do you get both ends tied I, around? I don't know. And that's confusing. I don't know. <laughs> and, but then, but as he's walking forward, the, he's in the foreground and the fan's in the background. Yeah. Like, out of focus. Right. But it's there. And he's kind of, I don't know where. And so you're like, you, you want to think, okay, he's smarter now. He's not going to try to attach himself to the fan. Right. So, okay, I believed it. There was some rafter so things. So did he just like, OD? Right. No, he was hanging because when they showed the dog, you could see him swinging. Uh-uh. You didn't see that? No, I looked it for was it, very, too. It was very Wizard of Oz, Munchkin in the background. Oh, my God. I have to go see this movie again just for that. You could see his body. You couldn't see his head, but you could see just the body in the little window. I, y'all, I looked, I sadistically looked. You were also really distracted by the dog and how did the dog get outside. (laughs) So (laughs) I can see you overlooking the body swinging in the background. You've raised a very good point. I I stand corrected. Um... Uh, yeah, so that's that's what needed to be talked about. Yeah, no, I um, I actually was wondering. I'm so glad you brought that up because the whole like, it was so clear he was gonna kill himself, and he took all the pills. Right. Which I actually thought, you know, that's valid because I won't know if I would want to feel that either. I thought he was gonna actually plan to to hang himself and then not make it. Like he stumbled. I thought he was gonna just like eat it and OD on the ground. Yeah. But that's not what happened. And they also alluded like there was lots of lights, and I thought that people were gonna find him. And I am glad that we didn't see her find him yeah. or do that. However, that might have been a better ending. Well, that's the thing is I'm. I just I just wanted to see Lady Gaga lose it. Like, I almost would have wanted to see her being really frustrated, coming home. Maybe not finding him, but just coming home and, and we see her see it through yeah. the window. Because I don't want to see him dead. No, we don't, not, we don't need to see that. Just like mm-hmm. we didn't need to see her vagina. But we saw it. We saw it. There was like a blip. Oh, it. But I wonder, too, if you screenshot, like if you paused it there, like is it clear or is it just oh. like a fuzzy Lady Gaga? Oh, it's clear. It lingered just enough, and the problem is, is the doorknob was in focus, so it was, it was like literally focused on her belly button. Yeah. Not her face. Weird. Like, I'm okay, like, if you want to be naked, I don't care. Naked. There's a lot of boob in this, so I- Well, but a lot of it's fake boob, because there's a lot of, like, drag boob in the beginning. Oh, I thought that when he, 
when she put those fake boobs on and it's those were good they slapped i thought that was a great those noise some solid fake boobs oh and i love she's like i got I my jackson boobs on like, i've seen a lot of drag queen boobs yeah alexis bevels shout out to alexis p bevels yeah uh but i've never seen a bib boob they were so hey alexis awesome. would you actually um on the facebook page at date night at the movies or how i spent maybe be around money um can we i need to, i feel like we need we to have need like more information expert. we need an expert opinion yes and uh it hit us up um and if i would love to have like a little like i don't know a lot about drag culture one i'm female and two i'm like just like sadly too heterosexual yeah. like it's a it's it's a culture that I thoroughly enjoy and am supportive of, but I don't know a whole lot about. Yeah, I'm not so, been in it. For those of you who don't know, Alexis P. Bevels is a rock star drag queen in the Chicago scene. Yeah, uh, look her up, check her out. She's she's blowing up right now, and she's yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, and I also would recommend someone see this movie. I I also want for those of you listening. I so I got a lot of feedback that like. This made people. This movie made people really feel. And this m- movie, pe- a-, a lot of feedback, um, especially online, has been like, "This is the movie we needed." This made me have all the feels. Yeah, I've seen it overwhelmingly. I, mean, I felt stuff. I did. I felt <sighs> stuff, but it was with the songs when I was yeah. listening to the songs. But that's just my own emotional reaction to music, right? But it, like, what is this? How is this the movie we needed? What well, was the story we needed out of this? Precisely. So I'm I'm very curious for those of you listening who may like complete may completely disagree with Sam and I. Why? I felt like a lot of people got catharsis from this movie, and I really didn't. Um, and I by no means this is not my La La Land. I will never see that movie again. <laughs> but I would see. I would maybe watch this again. I don't think I don't I don't think it would be in my DVD collection. But if I went to somebody's house and they were like. This is on. Yeah. This is what we're watching. I don't. I wouldn't be like, well, no. But if someone was like, hey, we're all getting together, pick these movies. I wouldn't pick this one. Yeah. No, I wouldn't buy it. I would. I would. If somebody hadn't seen it and they wanted to go see a movie and I, it was a cheap movie theater, I'd be like, all right, I'd go see it again. But yeah. I wouldn't make that choice. Like I wouldn't need to go. I need to go see this again. Fair. Um, but I do like, like, I would like to hear some more of that music, uh, again. Yeah. I think the but soundtrack I know that would be nice. The one song is going to probably get old really fast. The fact that I heard it twice I know. already today on the radio. I'm off the deep end, watch as I dive in. Jessica Bennett, everybody. Uh, everybody. I've heard that song once. I can't. <laughs> I've heard it enough. Lord a lot. I like it. I love it. It's a good song. Mercy. So, um, yeah. That's it. I think that feels that feels solid. Feels good. It feels I like feel a like solid we review. A lot. I agree. Um, so, thank you for joining us in our conversation, Samantha J. McDonald. Um, if people mm-hmm. just loved I just you, I just waved at the. You did. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of. This is your opportunity to shameless plug anything that you do you have any episodes coming up what you've been working on <laughs> well uh, we want to hear a little bit about, about a potato so you have a few minutes oh my to, gosh potato to like plug where should be and where can people follow you oh you can follow potato on adventures of a potato uh, on P, instagram how do you spell potato p-o-t-a-t-o-e yes because uh, he's, he's a, a tiny he's dog a dog he's not a, a vegetable <laughs> um 
Can you imagine if you also just had a random potato and by now it was like growing new potatoes? That would be pretty cool. It would be amazing. Um, I don't really know what's going on or what I'm working on right now. So, I mean, so I, there. <laughs> um, I could tell you some. Uh, Samantha has been uh, shadowing and working a great deal and yeah. has been rigging on legacies that will be right. on CW. You can also find Sam right. on Black Lightning. Oh, yeah, that's coming up soon. Uh, she's a lady cop. Lady cop. First, I fly through the air. Yeah. As a white person. Yes, and then well, you're still a white person as well, a lady. You I mean, are a spoilers, white. You're a white person. Spoilers. I'm not supposed to talk about it, but it's it's literally like black people versus white people in this scene. Oh, okay. So I'm a white person. Oh, okay. She's a white person. You could also uh, catch her on The Walking Dead. Yep. Twice this, this season. Yeah, I had one come out two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then not for a while. Won't be till the end of the season. Right. Um, yeah. So Sam's got a lot going on. About check out my IMDb. For more information, or my Instagram slam stunts, which I am not very good at. Slam stunts. Occasionally, I get really good at it, but do you have a website? Not anymore. Oh, I wasn't really doing anything with it. And didn't think I needed oh. it. I just revamped mine. I uh, I let mine go because I was oh. not. I was like, this is dumb. Oh, mine's mine's JessicaAaronBennett.com. <laughs> I just updated it. And it actually, Date Night at the Movies is, we're working on the website what? right now. So many it, t- it takes me a long time. I'm not very good at it. Oh, yeah, I just, I, uh, I put one together and then I was like, this is just, all this information already exists on other things. Um, so fair. I didn't want to. Oh, it's easier to find my reels this way. Do it that way. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> was that loud? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that being said, uh, Sam, would you sign up? Say, sign off with me so I'm going to say I'm Jess and you can be like I'm Sam okay, so alright everybody thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of A Star is Born I'm Jess and I'm Sam and this is Date Night at the Movies or How I Spent My Babysitter Money see you next time